Blog Talk Radio. This is how we do it in Manyama. right i'm waiting what's going on people sorry you can't the bring it back live and direct from la where it's real cold right now it is really cold i was supposed to be on an hour ago you know why i'm late i'm supposed to be on at 5 30 pacific standard time out here in la you know why i'm late because the at&t they need to apologize and sponsor one of my broadcasts because i have a cell phone here that was probably made by by Kagami, who was on the run. I'm going from block to block trying to get my phone resolved. There's a situation with my cell. I finally get a new cell. Then I have to call AT&T about my phone. They want you to use another phone so they can fix the phone that you bought from them. But if you don't have another phone, you have to find a phone. And oh my God. Anyways, let me let me I digress. But Sprint, Verizon, and T-Mobile, we have a sponsorship opening slot in our schedule right now. People, what is happening? So, better late than never, but I don't like being late, and I don't like being never. So, bear with me. Guests call in number 646-595-2892. Guests call in number 646-595-2892. You can also chat live and direct with X57 minutes. It's always an hour deep. I know a lot of people have been asking for the show. Denial is not a river in Egypt. A lot of responses. I was, wow, you know. So I see that, you know, pros and cons. You don't have to agree with me. You don't have to disagree with me. Let me just hear your opinion. Let me hear how it flows. You can also chat with me live, people. You can chat with me directly live. I don't care what happens. I'm not going to miss my fire 30 slot because too many people get their schedule set at 530. And I don't like disappointing the masses, the masses being you people. What is going on? What is going on? Today's show is Rwanda's Most Wanted, and what exactly is a moderate Hutu? Let me tell you where that question came from. We'll go to the second part first, or the first part second. A couple, months ago, a couple of weeks ago, I had made this comment um, about, I think I was talking with my friend uh, Sylvester over at Congo Vision, and I made I think I asked the question, what exactly is a moderate Hutu? You know, when they talk about the mass kill, ooh, excuse me, when they talk about the mass killing in Rwanda, they always say 500 Tutsis and moderate Hutus were killed. Now, uh, um, here's the question I have. What exactly is a moderate Hutu? Let me go to dictionary.com. Let me bear with me. Dictionary.com. Let's see. Dictionary.com. That's a free plug for dictionary.com. They make money off this. I want my 10%. All right. Let's put in the word moderate and see what comes up here. Bear with me. You know, we like to be accurate in our presentations of information. Now, moderate comes up. Let's see. The definition is moderate, adjective, noun, verb. Uh, as an adjective, kept or keeping within reasonable or proper limits, not extreme, excessive, or intense, a moderate price. Two, 
of medium quantity, extent, or amount, a moderate income. Let's see. Three, mediocre or fair, moverate talent. Assign some of the actors in Hollywood. Kenny Reeves. But anyways. Four, calm or mild as of the weather. Five, of or pertaining to moderates as in politics or religion. As a noun, it is a person who is moderate in opinion or opposed to extreme views and actions, especially in politics or religion. Seven, in parentheses, usually initial capital letter, a member of a political party advocating moderate reform. All right, folks, let's get down here. The population of Rwanda in 1994, I believe, was 8 million. I believe the, the majority ethnic group was the Bahutu at 85%. The next ethnic group was the Batutsi. I believe the remaining 10%, 12%, with the remaining percentage being mostly made up of the Twa, of which the Americans or the Westerns would call pygmies. So now, 500,000 people killed, including moderate Hutus. I, 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 I want to run this scenario by you. And I said this before, Haibiramana was a Bahutu from the north. His main rival was the Bahutu from the south. Eight million Rwandans, so we'll say 85%, we'll say about six million of them were, we'll say 6.5 million was Bahutu. If, wait, wait, let me come back one more. Haibiramana ruled the uh, late president of Rwanda, not the former, the late president of Rwanda because he was killed. Habi Ramana ruled for 24 years in Rwanda. There was no genocide for 24 years. There was no mass extermination about Tutsi for 24 years. There were some tits for tat, little programs. The RPF would kill some Bahutu here. The Bahutu would retaliate and kill some Tutsis over there. But there's no mass viciousness of, of outright slaughter like the Batutsis were doing in Burundi under Boyoya and some other people down there. And that's another situation we're going to talk about one day. We're going to do a show dedicated to Burundi because I think people sleep on the small, slow, smoldering genocide that's been taken down there because the Bahutu in Burundi, you think the Palestinians in Gaza are being treated. But look, oh, my God, study the history of Burundi and look at the slow extermination taking place down there particularly under Pierre Boyoya, particularly when the first Bahutu, uh, Bahutu president was elected and was assassinated by Tutsi paratroopers. It's a long story in Burundi. That's a story waiting to be told. And I know there's a lot of frustration going on down there because the Bahutu feel like they're being kept quiet and no one's, they're like, well, what about the genocide of us down here? Let's give it to Kagame. He has put it out there that Rwanda is the only place that people get slaughtered in mass by one majority ethnic group. But let's circle it back. Harbi Amana was in power for 24 years. They had 24 years to wipe out the Batutsi if that was the agenda, if that was the program of the genocide. So you have to explain to me something how it's made to seem like all the Bahutu in Rwanda were against the Batutsi. And then the Bahutu killed some moderate Hutus. Well, who are these moderate Hutus? What exactly is a moderate Hutu? Someone, wait a minute, someone got to write me or call me in because I need to know. I gotta have it. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Clarksdale, we have a chat here. I'm sorry. I'm coming to you. Hold on, hold on. Thanks for coming in. Let's come in and hold on, talk to my friend. Hold on, my friend Clarksdale. Thanks for coming in. Modern Hutu. I'm sorry, Clarksdale community. Thank you for coming in live and direct. Thanks for your patience. Sorry for being late. All right, I'm gonna read this from our friends, Clarksdale community. Modern Hutu is similar to the Jew during Hitler's Germany. They were not 100% supportive of the aims of the Hutu. Hence, either with or against, Europeans kept them in check. That's why no genocide. Clarksdale, let's get a little deeper, but thank you. Thank you. Actually, what he's talking about makes a lot of sense, and that's what I want to know. You know, you can link it to what was going on in, in, in Nazi Germany. Clarksdale, thank you. Again, I like to hear people's opinion. I'm not going to hammer Clarksdale and say, no, that's not true. No, because what he's saying is giving insight to what the question was, and that makes a lot of sense. It's very interesting, though, and Clarksdale, again, stay with us, Clarksdale community. Exactly where are you located, Clarksdale community? L.A., West Coast, talk to me, talk to me, stay with me. The question is, why is it made to seem, for example, let me come back again. Why is it made to seem like all the Hutu were against the Tutsis? It's like in Congo. Let's flip it around. 
there's a lot of Batutsis in Eastern Congo who, are, who were against Nkunda and were against his policies. So maybe they would be considered, if we go by the definition of Clarksdale community and uh, along those lines, they would be considered moderate Tutsis who were not in agreement with Nkunda and the other extremists. Oh, I see him here. Originally from L.A., Cali now residing in Clarksdale, Mississippi. Is that MS, Mississippi? Man, we got people all over the place. All right, people in Clarksdale, MS, what's going on down there? Hope everything's going well. Good people down there. Always good people down there. So there were people then who were against Nkunda. But for some reason, they weren't given the microphone to express that they were against Nkunda. I know in 98, there was an organization in the Kivus composed of a lot of Batsi that were against what was happening, but they weren't being given the microphone to articulate that, which created the situation or the, the impression that all, all the Tutsi supported Nkunda, which I'm sure is false. So, I asked then again, now that we have our friends Clarksdale in, uh, in down there in MS, I believe MS is Mississippi. Is that Missouri? No, Mississippi. Yeah, because Missouri is M-O. Then again, the question is, why is there the continuation that one massive group wants to annihilate one small group, though there's people against them? Because the funny thing is, if we go by that definition, Javier Amana was a moderate Hutu. He was in Tanzania meeting with the representative RPF of Paul Kagame to work out a power-sharing deal. Again, his main rival was the Bahutu in the South. Those were his main rivals. So he was working out a deal with Kagame. At the same time, Javier Amano was in Congo where he met Museveni talking about we have all these Tutsis in Rwanda that need to be backed out, in Uganda that need to be sent back to Rwanda. So I believe Javier Amano should be considered a moderate Hutu. And I believe... I believe his name was Melkor, who was on the plane also when he got shot down. She'd be considered a moderate Hutu because he did what he could to have people of the Batusi ethnic group incorporated or be part of his government until the plane was shot down. Something we're, gonna do, we're actually going to show in Once Upon a Time in the Congo. Folks, listen. Go to onceuponatimeinthecongo.com. Send me your email, your name, your mailing address. This is what we're going to do. We're going to send you a free poster that we had done for the film. And we have this promo we just finished wrapping up the last scene. Send me your email. Send me, no, I'm sorry. Send me, send me the email, onceuponatimeinthecongo.com. Give me your name and address, and we will send you a free poster. And once the promo is cut together, a free limited edition promo. And we will pay for the postage. Case closed. Yes, we will pay for postage. It won't be COD, Congo on delivery. Oh, I'm so sorry. Collect on delivery. So I want folks to do that. We'll send you some stuff. This summer, we actually begin production on the film Once Upon a Time in the Congo. But we're going to say that for the end of the show. Now, let's come back to the second part of today's show, Rwanda's Most Wanted. Okay, people, you know I have to ask you this question. Why is it the folks that were committing mass murder in Congo who are from Rwanda, and we know who they are, why is it they're given positions in government in, in Congo and stuff like that, like Kabereba, but yet, every other three or four months, some person who was alleged to be guilty of the Rwandan genocide is being arrested around the world. I'm missing something here, people. Talk to me. What's going on here in Wonderland? I say this again. Every time we turn around, and I'm not mocking, I'm not minimizing, I'm not, I'm not uh, what's that word I'm looking for? I'm nowhere making light of any pursuit of justice in any way. I believe uh, a gentleman, a doctor, who was uh, in Nazi Germany, it was recently revealed that he died in Egypt, I believe, in 1992, 1998. Uh, the Simon Wiesenthal Center wants to investigate this. They want to see the body. In Egypt, a lot of the, bar a lot of the cemeteries are basically turned over. They can bury more people. But a lot of people would always look at Latin America in reference to finding the Nazis who fled after the defeat of Hitler's Germany, who will say of Nazi Germany. So, but one thing about our Jewish brothers and sisters, they've kept it to the forefront that these are the people we want, and until we see the bodies on the table, we're not going to be convinced that these folks are dead. Now, again, I come to you, Rwanda's most wanted. 
I'm going to find some information here for you, if I can, uh, if you guys can, uh, for one moment here. A gentleman was arrested in, in, I believe, I don't think Missouri, though. I'm, I'm having trouble finding my information. It's uh, Kagami again. But anyway, go. he was teaching. I right, see what you got there. I'm coming to you. I'm coming to you. Hold on. Stay with me, brother. Stay with me. Uh, okay, I see. All right. He said, forget it. I'm not going to the website. I'm sending it to you. Hey, thanks for your support, Clarksdale. I'm going to copy this here. Hey, wait a minute. You're currently running for the elected position of commissioner. Hey. All right. You know what, Mr. Clarksdale? This. When you get a chance. I want you to email me what you're doing down there as you're running for elected position of commissioner. Give me the information. I will make you my word of the street profile. If you see what I do every week, we spend 30 minutes talking about somebody, no matter where they are, who they are, what they do. So what I want you to do is send me information of, you know, you're running for down there. What are you doing? And I'll make you our word on the street. We'll profile. Give me that information. I will say this information. Once we get that poster put together, which should be about a day or two, we'll get it out to you by the end of next week. Just be patient with us. And then after we get that promo cut together, subtitled and everything, we will get that to you. Limited edition, people. Limited edition. Now, where was I at? I'm trying to find my information here regarding the Rwandan genocide uh, suspect who was arrested. Let's see. Listeners, I know you're always out there with the information. Bring it to me if you know who it was. Uh, let's see. Genocide. Suspect arrested. Let's see what happens here. Bear with me again, people. And again, AT&T is, is the reason for my being late. So T-Mobile, Sprint, and Verizon, we have an opening uh, in our sponsorship position for our show. Not a lot of money, a couple dollars. But AT&T, I'm disappointed that I had to run basically around all of L.A. just to get a, a, my phone situation resolved. I've never been so assaulted in my life. Oh, I've never been so assaulted in my life. But it got resolved. Anyways, folks, I'm trying to find the name of this gentleman, if you will bear with me. I really don't like when my things aren't in order. I feel like I rank amateur when that happens. Things should flow like the music. Let's see here. Ah, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Nope, 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 nope. We'll put 2008. Okay, let's see. Anyways, anyways, a gentleman was arrested here in the United States. He was teaching at a local college. His name escapes me. This was about a couple of days ago, actually. And um, apparently he was inciting genocide somewhere in Rwanda. The university he was teaching at uh, suspended him a couple of days ago. And now he's fighting deportation back to Rwanda. And it caught me as that, okay, if he's guilty, then he's guilty. But my question is, why is it Rwanda is so keen on hunting down genocide suspects that were part of the genocide of the, ba- of the Batutsi in Rwanda, but they're very reluctant to hand over the Batutsi who are responsible for an extermination in eastern Congo like in Kunda? Because, like I said, in Kunda was supposed to be, quote, unquote, arrested uh, over a week and a half ago. Well, where is he? He's supposed to be extradited to Kinshasa. Where is he? As our good friend whose, lady is, whose name escapes me over Human Rights Watch says, well, where is he? So again, people, why is it when... And thank you for the well wishes, Clarksdale community. I really appreciate it. Why is it that those... Bahutu, who, who were par, allegedly part of the genocide in Rwanda, are being arrested all over the place because Rwanda's hunting them down. But Rwanda is very slow in handing over people who they know was and is and continue to be part of the extermination in eastern Congo, such as Nkunda, who's supposed to be arrested in Rwanda, such as Bosco, who's leading this uh, military march with the combination of the Congolese army against the FDLR. What about him? How about all these other people who should be in jail somewhere? So what is going on here, people? 
Now, we can look at Rwanda, but let me put the finger back at Congo. This is why. Rwanda is making the issue that there are people that they're looking for. Our Jewish brothers and sisters through uh, the Nazi hunters are forcing the issue to make sure that it's at the forefront. It's the Congolese who need to make that issue at the forefront. We need to be out there saying these people are wanted for mass extermination. We know who they are, where they are. We want them, hand them over, or there'll be repercussions. And not necessarily militarily. It could be, be in some other kind of fashions. But again, it comes back to the people. Rwanda's most wanted. Every couple of months, one is being found somewhere and being arrested for something that happened in 1994. Yet those that have murdered, raped, and pillaged and looted in 1996 to 1998, 1998 to 2003, and even recently in Ituri, uh, a couple months ago, a couple years ago, where the the French led that operation to get rid of them, even recently within Kunda, in Bosco, why aren't they being handed over for justice in the Congo? It's something like that that makes you go, hmm. So, Let's take our musical break here. What can we play? Let's see. Let me give you a sample of a clip we're going to play down the road. My interview. No, we're going to play that towards the end of the show. But I think sometimes it seems like Congo is alone and by itself. And no one seems to care. So let's dedicate this brief little song, Alone, a house cut. Bear with me. Hit it. temporarily because she does have allies out there. So a quick quick question, people. Tell me. Talk to me. Talk to me. What's going on? 646-595-2892. 646-595-2892. What's going on? I need to know these answers. Clarksdale gave it to me. Now what's going on, people? We're one that's most wanted. We have an, we have an answer to what is the Margaret Hutu from Clarksdale down in Mississippi. But people, why is it Rwanda's most wanted are getting arrested and Kyle's most wanted are relaxing in the hotel of Kigali? or in the hotels of Berlin, or the hotels of Europe, where Berlin's part of Europe, or the hotels of the United States, or the hotels of Canada. What's going on? Do you know why, people? It's because we don't make it important. That's the reason why. Congolese, when are we going to start opening our mouths and have Congo's most wanted? Look, I'll put the most wanted up by next show. In fact, I'm going to do a word on the street, Congo's most wanted, and I'll do a list of the people who's responsible. What's going on? Does President Kabila want to arrest these people, but he's being pressured by people around him who don't want to do that because they want to maintain the status quo? Are the Congolese just too too unorganized and too disorganized to make a strong move as a group? Or do we feel that we just don't have the power? I don't believe, I know we don't have the power. Let me correct that. I know we have the power. I don't believe we don't have the power. And I must go off topic for a second to say that there was a Congolese march, I believe, in D.C. To all you folks that supported the March of the Women in D.C. for the Congolese of DRC, thank you so much. 
Anyone has any reports about the march? Anyone has any comments about the march? Anyone has any photos about the march? I want to send it to me. Send it to me so I can put it up on our blog. And I'm going to start filling up the blog this week, people. You're going to start seeing some stuff up there. Word on the street and stuff with DRC. Now, people, Rwanda's most wanted. Congo's most wanted. Where do you begin? Let us count the ways. Nkunda, where is it? Kagami, I know you're out there listening to the show. Where is Nkunda? The Marriott Hotel in Kigali? That big embassy that the Americans are building? Where is Nkunda? Why is he not in chains in Makala prison? Why is he not at the ICC? You know why? Because Rwanda is hoping that people will forget about Nkunda long enough so they can hopefully have a victory against the FDLR. And people will be so happy and people will be so overjoyed and people will be so thrilled that we have defeated the FDLR, they will forget about Nkunda. No, we will not forget about Nkunda. We will not forget about Bosco. We will not forget about a few other people. People, I will have this week, word on the street, Congo's most wanted. If I can get some pictures up, that's even better. The Americans had the deck of cards. We needed the same thing. What's going on, people? It's not good. It is not good. It is not good. It is not good. I don't like it. Now, my thoughts on what's been happening in DRC is already well known. I'm neither for the political parties nor against the political parties. I just want justice for our people. And Coney's killed over a thousand people. Why are people trying to still negotiate with this guy? Treat him like Savimbi. <laughs> you know? Track him down and let justice prevail. What's going on, people? Congo's most wanted. Congolese. Where's the list? We can be looking at the Americans. We can look at President Obama. That'll be another show altogether. We can look at uh, Secretary of State Clinton. That will definitely be another show altogether. We can look at Ambassador, UN Ambassador Rice. That'll be a special segment show in and of itself. But people, it shouldn't make a difference who's in office. It shouldn't make a difference if President-elect Obama's impeached. It's our country. It's our issue. Why are we going around waiting for somebody else to do it? It does not flow, people. Today's show, Rwanda's Most Wanted. What exactly is a Marit Hutu? Again, let me read you what Clarksdale Community wrote in. Marit Hutu is similar to the Jew during Hitler's Germany. They were not 100% supportive of the aims of the Hutu. Hence, either were or against. Europeans kept them in check. That's why no genocide. Ah. But Clark said, come back to me. Come back to me. The Europeans kept them in check when? Are you talking about the French when Javier Mann was still in power? Because you know when the RPF invaded Congo, I'm sorry, invaded Rwanda back in uh, pre-94, I think it was 92, Congo actually went into Rwanda because we trained their army. And side by side with the Rwandan army and some French contingents, we fought against the Rwandan invasions, who were supported by Uganda. So, Clarksdale, I wish you were still there, so we can get deeper on what you mean the Europeans kept them in check, as that's why there's no genocide. I have an idea what you mean, but I don't want to speak for you, Clarksdale community. I want you to tell us yourself. All right, people, listen up. You know it's musical break time. What are you going to do? Let's see. Leave no man behind? No. You know what? This is Black History Month. I should have started off the show with this song. It's the national anthem of one country, but when the song first came out, it was a revolutionary cry for the continent during our independence movement. And it was written by a man, and I'll have his name up for you, who was in South Africa, and I believe he wrote this in 1892. I could be wrong. But people, please stand, and, or please stop what you're doing if you can, and remember and support the movement of wherever you are. But let's do... In, honor of Black History Month, though I celebrate history all year round, the African National Anthem, spoken, sung by Lady Smith Black, Mumbaza. Now we like to pray together by singing our anthem song. Africa. God bless Africa.
on the continent of Africa, you know, we may have our uh, Swahili, Lingala, Fonti, Sierra Leone Creole, Cape Verdean Creole, Arabic, Wolof, Zulu, Kosa, you know, Chetswana. We have our different languages, but let me tell you, that was a song that we all learned in the cradle, you know, because it had meaning for the struggle. It's kind of like with the black Americans and particularly black males in the United States where they have the grit, the handshake. And it was said by Ted Lang in in the special called Watchstacks that if you met a brother anywhere in the United States and he gave the grit because they were called the black power grip or the handshake or whatever, then you knew he was down with the cause and there was a commonality among the two. Well, for the Africans, that song was for us. You know, in Kosili, Africa, God bless Africa, you know, you can have an Angolan, a Congolese, a Moroccan, a Cape Verdean, and, a, and someone from Seychelles in the room, odds are they knew that song because it wasn't, you know, until before it became the national anthem, that was a freedom song, you know, for a lot of us during the struggle. Because, you know, a lot of people say, I'm going off top, I know that, but, you know, hey, look, we got an hour. I can do what I want to do. As long as I give it to you straight, live, no chasers. I'm going to give you some other information. But I remember Tavis Smiley, who I, a man I have a lot of respect for because I like what he's doing, and I think sometimes, particularly during the Obama campaign, he was not treated very well for his contribution to the mission of the community and humanity at large. He's fond to say that he's a child of the civil rights movement. Well, I'm fond to say that I'm a child of the independence movement. When we were fighting to retain, regain our rights that we already had. We weren't fighting for rights to be given to us. I'm not saying the Brotherhood and the Civil Rights Movement here did that. No, that's far from it. They were, we, you know, our brothers and sisters were marching for the dignity and the respect that they more than deserve just as people. Won't get into how they built the country. But that could be another conversation altogether. So people, do you want to have a conversation? For us, though, we were fighting to regain our sovereignty as a nation and as a people. So for us, that song, the African, uh, in Kosili, Africa, it, you know, until it became the anthem for South Africa, even now, you get a room of Africans together and you put that song on, particularly Lady Smith Black Mombuza mix, it's on. It's very emotional. So all we can do is, oh, I got an email here. Someone wants me to play it again. Okay. Well, not yet. Not yet. Now, again, Congo's most wanted. Rwanda's most wanted is getting arrested every other week somewhere. Well, Congo, what's going on? What, where's Nkunda at? I told you. I was talking to my brother Sylvester over at Congo Vision, congovision.com. Give him the love, congovision.com. And I told him, I said, he asked what I thought, and I said, 
until I see him standing in Kinshasa, handcuffed, and I mean, I see some cell phone photographs, video proof that he's there, I'm not going to believe he's arrested. Look at the scam people. Where's Nkunda at? Where is he? People back there in my studio. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, hold on for a second. Where's Nkunda? Do you know where he is? Because he's arrested. Well, where is he? Where's the picture? They found Saddam Hussein in a rat hole in Baghdad, and they had a photograph of him up overnight on all the news outlets. I have yet to see a picture of Nkunda. What, they ran out of film in, in, in Rwanda? Folks don't have uh, cell phone video they can take? Or did Kagami, did Kagami say, we will allow no pictures taken of our brother? Give me a break. Congo's most wanted. We need to start bringing our most wanted and start arresting folks all over the place because we know what happened tomorrow. Some of them in the parliament, Wamba, dear Wamba. Some of them going around the world rehabilitating their image, Jacques Delpechin. So, people, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Wait, well, we have a request here. Stay with me. Who's this? Uh, Mary from uh, Quebec says, last week you dedicated a, sh- a song, Chain Gang, to the workers of the mines. Is there a way you can dedicate a song to the youth of Congo who are suffering? Yeah, sure, I can do that. My, my friend from Quebec, Mary, this song we will dedicate to the youth of the DRC who are suffering, particularly in the East, under oppression of extermination and the subjugation of their rights as people. So, Akon, talk to me. we did a song called Chain Gang by the great singer Sam Cooke and we dedicated that to the guys working out there in the field. You know, we talk about sexual violence all the time against our Connolly's women and, and, and daughters and sisters, what have you. We do that. But I think sometimes, I think, no, actually, I know, we forget the other victims out there. Those folks who are out there toiling in those mines making nothing and forgotten. Like, we're overlooking that. Who speaks for them? Congo's most wanted. What about them? So I want to dedicate that song, Chain Gang by Sam Cooke. It was dedicated to those folks working in those mines in the East, far away from their families, far away from their loved ones, far away from basically any kind of form of civilization, being made slaves to dig up some coal tan or something like that that could be sold around the world. And people can just deny, well, I don't know it came from Congo. We bought it from Rwanda. Well, there's a problem with that. Rwanda has no coal tan. Neither does Uganda. You know, people... There's so much oppression in Rwanda. It's not even funny. And we're going to talk about that one day. But not today. Rwanda's most wanted. A gentleman was arrested recently again in 
Rwanda. I'm sorry, in the United States. Let me see if I can find that information for you because I want to give it to you, uh, who the individual was, a little story behind this individual, this person. Hold on for a second. And by the way, every time I hear that song, Ghetto by Akon, I think about origination. That's O-R-I-G-I-N-A-T-I-O-N, Inc.org, originationinc.org. Org, O-R-I-G-I-N-A-T-I-O-N, Inc.org. They put on a show every year called Our Story, and I remember when I watched, uh, they put on a live performance, and they did one segment of the show to that song. And every time I hear that song, I think about that, because, you know, they're always filling in the knowledge. But, you know, we have to remember those people. It's not just sexual violence. We can't ignore the other people who are suffering out there. And it's not all of Congo is suffering. We can't make it like some kind of wasteland. But we do have to make sure people understand that there are people who do need to have words spoken for them also. Otherwise, we're just as guilty of forgetting the people who need to be remembered. Now, you hear the, you hear the sirens in the back. <laughs> Don't worry. No one's chasing me. <laughs> so bear with me. All right? So some people are like, wait a minute. There's a, there's, 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 they're coming after the bingo. People, it's nice knowing you. Goodbye. I always have my pack, my suitcase packed. Let's see if I can find that email. Bear with me, all right? We have a few minutes left here. Let's see. I have a listserv, drcnn at yahoogroups.com. drcnn at yahoogroups.com. And I'm trying to find that letter, that email that I post there. Because I post a lot of information at that listserv, let me tell you. A lot of information. So, but I can't find it here. And we're almost out of time. How much time do we have left? Studio, engineer, how much time do we have left? 18 minutes. I don't care. I'm going to find that letter. <laughs> so bear with me. Folks, chat with me live. Talk to me live and direct. What's going on? Give me your thoughts. I'm not just here to talk. I'm here to listen. What's going through your mind? Is it something non congolese related? Is it about the police in Madagascar shooting the protest and killing some? Are we ignoring that? Is it about Guinea becoming a narco state in reference to the drug dealers who are using that place as a safe haven as they move their product to Europe? Do you want to talk about Zuma, in, uh, Zuma down there in South Africa who broke up the Scorpions, who was an elite crime fighting unit because they want an investigation into him? People, I'm not here just to talk. I'm not here just to share the knowledge. I'm here to hear what you have to say. I want to know your thoughts. Freedom of speech here. It's your speech. Use the freedom. Hey, I got to do that. Oh, people, how can I forget? Hold on for a second. I, I, this one that totally escaped my mind. Let's see here. I think I found what I'm looking for. Uh, let's see. That's Ebola in Congo. Yeah, that's Gaddafi, African Union. Uh, conference minutes, no. Mm-mm, not that. Uh, African reaches agreement with Gekka means, no. Mm-mm. Not that one. Uh, Tootsie requests immunity. Oh, hold, wait, wait. Tootsie requests immunity. People, did I share this with you yet? Let's go back to this first. There was a headline of breaking news of Congo Tootsie rebels request immunity for acts done under Nkunda. Already, folks are trying to isolate Nkunda, you think? Then again, where's the most wanted for Congo? Let's see if I can get this little article up for you, and I'll read it to you. From Goma in the Congo, dissident Tutsi rebels in the Democratic Republic of the Congo asked Kinshasa Tuesday to grant them immunity for acts carried out during the recent war in the country's eastern North Kivu region. Members of the National Congress for the Defense of the People, or CNDP, want guarantees they won't be prosecuted. Let me say that again. They want guarantees they won't be prosecuted after their self-proclaimed leader, Bosco Taganda declared the war with the Congolese army was over on January 16th. In a statement, the, CD, the CNDP called on the government to, quote, to introduce a law for an amnesty for insurrectional acts and acts of war, end quote. In Taganda replaced former rebel leader Laurent Nkunda, saying he had lost his authority over the rebel group. He quickly put the CNDP militia, quote, at the full disposal, end quote, of the Congolese army in their fight against Rwandan Hutu rebels, the democratic force. 
for the liberation of Rwanda who took refuge in Eastern Congo after, the participate, after participating in Rwanda's 1994 genocide. Well, I have a question for you then, people. If he's going to, does he mean he'll put them at the full of the Congolese army in their fight against the FDLR? Well, will they put their forces at the full disposal of Kinshasa if they decide to fight Rwandan armies themselves? What do you think? Since Kabila says we've dealt with the FDLR, now we've got to deal with the Rwandan army for invading who are on our country. They won't, they won't leave because people you know they're in Rwanda. They're in Congo right now. They won't leave. Will Mr. Bosco in Taganda, will he fight against his Rwandan backers? I do not think so. Again, the Tutsi rebels request immunity for acts done under Nkunda. Where is the friggin' justice? If there is some kind of state law, some kind of decree from the government, that those guys will receive immunity. People, all bets are off. Six months, things are going to happen. We can't allow people to just do what they want, anytime they want, and say, we surrender, can we have immunity, please? Hell no. You think the Americans gave immunity to those folks that were responsible for 9-11? Granted, they didn't go to Saudi Arabia. They went to the wrong country, but still. You know what I'm saying? Can you see Himmler, if he was still alive? saying to the Simon Wiesenthal people, the Nazi hunters, saying, please forgive me for what I have done. Just give me immunity. And we'll, you, you know, we'll, because we already turned in, you know, the, the Fuhrer is dead. They'd be like, oh, hell no. Come on, man. People, Rwanda has their most wanted. Where's ours? I'll tell you two of them. Nkunda, Laurent Nkunda, and Bosco Taganda, who has an international arrest warrant on his head. I'm done. I'm just flabbergasted, people. I'm just flabbergasted. Amazing. Amazing. Hold on for one moment, please. You know, it's a joke. Had to switch microphones here. You know how we do things. But it's a joke. Where's the immunity? Well, let's put it like this. We're going to have Congo's most wanted list up in a couple of weeks. I'm going to have it up by next week. I'm going to put their names, and we'll see what happens. Maybe they'll get some movement. Maybe some of these people who are so busy being the friends of Congo, or, and I don't mean the organization, but those people out there that's making money off Congo and things like that, maybe they'll decide to one day say, you know, we need to bring these people to justice. What, they're going to give immunity to uh, Kony if he surrenders? I doubt it. All right. People. Party's almost over here. We don't have that much time. Ride with me. Well, that's what is flying from the street. That means stay with me. Uh, right here. How much time do we have left? Oh, my God. The clock is ticking. Mm-mm-mm. They want immunity. Can you imagine the embarrassment? The immunity. Oh, people. Mm-mm-mm. I just want to shake my head. I just want to shake my head. Maria McKeba. We need some love right now. Bring some spirits back. Hopefully there's no feedback. Sorry about that. Congo has to have this justice, people. Congo's most wanted. Got too many people running around who have killed so many of us. And now everybody just feels they can slaughter a thousand, wipe out a village, and ask for immunity. 
It's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous, people. Congolese, what are you waiting for? A tanga comes around, we get together. A wedding comes around, we get together. A party comes comes around, we get together. But you want to get a march? We get maybe 50 people here. We get maybe 20 people there. But if JP and Piana come to D.C., we get like hundreds of people. Congolese, what are you waiting for? What are we waiting for? You have Nita doing work in D.C., Omekongo doing work in D.C., Franklin doing work in D.C., you know, Inga up there in the Bay Area, you know, Pastor Casareca, Ben Mandela, Eric Yambo doing the work down here in L.A., Major Bolela doing work, Richard Nation doing work, Alonso, you know, down there in Miami doing work. What's going on? But Chica down there in Atlanta. Uncle Bongo down there in San Diego. What are we waiting for, people? Ridiculous. From the spirit, people. From the spirit. Thank you, Sister Marion McKeba, wherever you are. We know you're upstairs with God and the ancestors. You're up there with Nzinga. You're up there with Severus. You're up there with Hannibal. You're up there with Mulele. You're up there with Lumumba. You're up there with Mukaya. You're up there with Walinga. You know, you're up there with the Native American heroes, Geronimo. You're up there with all the people who have fought in the struggle, who have fought against the struggle. Yeah, you know, yes, some people that fought against the struggle, you know, they did in a warped way, helped advance the struggle because they gave a face to the enemy. You know, Miriam McKeever, you're up there with Malcolm. Uh, Brother Malcolm X, you're up there with Martin Luther King Jr. You're up there with, you know, Marcus Garvey. You're up there with Bob Marley. You know, you're up there with Peter Tosh. You know, you're up there with uh, Toussaint from the Haitian Revolution. You're up there with Dessalines from the Haitian Revolution. You're up there with uh, Capois from the Haitian Revolution. You're up there with Catherine Flam who made the Haitian flag. You're up there. You know where you are. And you guys are asking, where's the Cong- where's Congo's wanted, most wanted list? Rwanda has theirs, where's ours? Folks, we have seven minutes left. I think what we're going to do is, actually, you know what we're going to do? I did a show with Congo Vision some time ago, and I don't think a lot of you folks actually heard it. Actually, I believe a lot of you guys heard it because I was getting a whole lot of e- emails. It's... I don't know, people. What are we going to do? You know, what are we going to do? What are we waiting for? Another 7 million to be slaughtered? What are we going to do, people? And on top of the Congolese, we got to stop waiting on other people to do what we need to do for ourselves. We need to stop waiting on other people to do what we need to do for ourselves. It's ridiculous. Our word on the street the next segment is going to be about Ome Congo, Aluwaka, Gabinga, my younger brother. Omekongo.com, O-M-E-K-O-N-G-O.com. He does spoken word. He's a publisher also. Send me an email, Omekongo, at Omekongo.com. Something I sent you. Word on the street will be about him. But we're not going to do it tonight because we're just not going to do it tonight. <laughs> we will do it. Tomorrow at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I don't have to deal with AT&T, so I will be here. People, what are we waiting for? What are you waiting for? You want to go see your legislators in the Congress or the Senate? That's cool. They can do what they have to do. But right now, they met on a Saturday because the recession that needs that stimulus package. Maybe we should do the war on the street, the stimulus package. What do y'all think? Send me an email. Chat will be live. Yes, Akinlana, I see you out there. I know you're listening deep as usual over there in New York. When you come back to L.A., what's going on? Akinlana Boros, she knows who she is. What's going on? One of our hardcore supporters in the cause. People, I'm not here just to talk. I'm not here just to provide the knowledge. Of what, of what I know, I'm here to give you a form so that you can speak. What do you have to say? What do you want to know? What's on your mind? What is it? You know, people, Congolese, but 
I'm not going to make the mistake that I know a lot of people have made, where we wait on a whole group of people, and maybe that's what we're doing wrong. Maybe we're waiting on people to do it for us. I don't know. We're going to talk about that later on. Oh, by the way, did I tell you, for all those folks in Los Angeles, before I forget, how can I forget? Oh, my God. For all those people in Los Angeles going to the Pan-African Film Festival, there's a documentary called The Street Children of Kinshasa, directed by Gilbert Mulamba. Again, The Street Children of Kinshasa, directed by Gilbert Mulamba. He's a director. He's playing at the Pan-African Film Festival. And I'll read out what their little brief bio is. Uh, street children can be seen in all poor nations of the world, but their numbers have been rising exponentially in the Democratic Republic of the Congo, DRC. Due to several factors, the alarm must be sounded now more than ever as the crisis threatens to derail any development plan for the future of the DRC. It will be at the Pan-African Film Festival. You can check out their website at www.pan.org. P as in Paul, A, F as in Frank, F as in Frank.org. Again, that's www.p as in Paul, A as in Alpha, F as in Frank, F as in Frank.org. The screening times will be February 12th, 6.15 p.m. February 14th, Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. 1 p.m. February 15th, 6.15 p.m. You want more information on how to get the DVD? Why don't you call Mr. Mulamba himself? His mobile number is one nine one nine two one five eight seven eight one. Again, Gilbert Mulamba, the director, producer of The Street Children of Kinshasa, a documentary, can be reached at one nine one nine two one five eight seven eight one. Yes, he has DVDs of the show for sale. Show the love, show the support. We have to support those that are out there talk, talking about the story. We always complain. No one's saying the story. No one's saying the story. Well, here's someone doing the story, showing the story, and you need to support the story. Give him a call. The director of the Street Children of Kinshasa, director Gilbert Mulamba, mobile number 1-919-215-8781. Or you can go to his website, DRC Congo. I'm sorry, drcongochildren.org. That is www.drcongochildren.org. Dot org. People, show the love, show the support. He's supposed to come out uh, to L.A. Uh, Indaya from Cincinnati. Kalubi, what's going on, girl? Malukai. She gave me information about his arrival. We will try to do a live word on the street with him so we can show the love, get the support. But check him out. Go to his website. That's another Congolese who's doing it and needs to be applauded for that. It's not about supporting a Congolese just because he's Congolese. There's a couple of Congolese that shouldn't be supported because they don't deserve to be Cong- Congolese. But this guy's doing it. It'll be at the Pan-African Film Festival, one of the premier film festivals in the United States, if not the world. One of the premier film festivals. Show the love. And Daya Kalubi, thank you for sending that information with me some time ago, and I wanted to make sure you got the word out. People, we have one minute left. You know what we're going to do? We're going to send the folks back home a little shout-out. We have a long, long way to go, but we will get there. People, Saika Kesi Dabinga, I'm gone. Long, long way to go, but we will get there. Phil Collins, talk to me. Congolese, 
We've seen enough. When? Congo's most wanted list. When's it coming out? Good night. Thank you.